For Nerds by Nerds Production. Welcome back to another bone-chilling episode of the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Joining me today from the Talking Shiz podcast, it's CJ. Hi, buddy. Hey, Josh. How are you, sir? Good, buddy. Welcome to the show. So happy to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. I know that you and I, we uh, we did one prior. We did an episode together, and unfortunately, technology's great when it works. Yeah, the Lost Tape, when we did Army of Darkness. It was a good episode, too, but my audio was all junky. But, yeah, this is definitely going to work today. We, we made sure our mics work, and uh, we're going to be doing... <laughs> we started the car computers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do some updates. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're going to do It's a Great Pumpkin King. <laughs> I always keep going to say Pumpkin King. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. We're going to review, review the Peanuts Halloween special. Oh, you were talking about the crossover between Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and Charlie Brown. <laughs> and Charlie Brown. When the Pumpkin King actually arises. <laughs> he rose out of the pumpkin patch. All I could keep thinking when I watch this is, have you ever seen the robot chicken sketch to this? Yes. When the yes. great pumpkin actually does arrive, he starts killing everybody. All I could think of was that. <laughs> you know, it, it's so funny. It's like, I remember watching this as a child. It It became a tradition, like... It was CBS, and CBS will run it for an hour. And then when you actually buy it on Blu-ray or DVD, it's like, this is no hour. You know, it's like <laughs> 20 minutes, 30 minutes. <laughs> but it became a tradition. Like every Halloween, like we would sit down, uh, the family and I, and we would watch it every year. And yeah. so I went and bought it and shared it with my children. I'm shocked there's not more Halloween specials. Like, as a kid, we would always get those. There'd be, like, new Christmas specials, and some would become new classics, and some would just kind of fade into obscurity. But there wasn't as many Halloween stuff at once. There, there's always less Halloween stuff. I agree. I think when it became um, Halloween, it was more based on sitcoms. Uh, like, I, now I remember Garfield's Halloween Adventure. That that was yeah. one of my favorite, favorite specials as well. But it... it it was like sitcoms and it was like Roseanne or full house, uh, home improvement. I'm trying to think what else a family matters. It was became Halloween became like a whole sitcom thing. Growing it's up. true. Yeah. Lots of shows have Halloween episodes, which I enjoy. And how did they, how did they afford all those decorations? <laughs> it's like they go all out and they, they're like, I remember watching uh, uh, home improvement and they always had the best Halloween episodes because they went all out. And I'm like, how do you afford that? I can't even afford like an inflatable pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. They're, barely a real pumpkin sitting out in my yard. They're like whole kitchen would be decorated. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> decorated <a> kitchen. <laughs> but yeah, Charlie Brown. One, I noticed while we were watching this, that every time people talk to him, they besides peppermint Patty, who's not in this movie. Uh, everyone calls him by his full name. No one ever just calls him Charlie. And it's not, that's yeah. something I picked up on as a kid. Everybody calls him Charlie Brown. <laughs> and did you notice that Snoopy was actually on all fours? Yeah. Yeah, he did walk on all fours. Yeah, because other times you'll see him on his, you know, two legs. Yeah, there was a few times in this where he popped up on his back legs. But yeah, he did a lot of walking on all fours. 
Uh, my my kids. Speaking of Snoopy, my kids asked me while we were watching this. They're like, "Where's his little yellow friend?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Woodstock." I was like, "I don't think he he's in this movie." He was at Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I mean, he could have been. This came out in 1966. I didn't think it was that old. I didn't either. I thought it came out in the 70s. Yeah, I originally did too, but the uh, the video I watched it on had the date in the description. Makes sense. Well, the Christmas special was their first one. That makes sense. My grandma hated one of these, either the Christmas or the Halloween one, and I can't remember which one it was. Mostly because her reason for hating it was that they were so mean to Charlie Brown. But they're mean to Charlie Brown in every... Like, everybody is always the worst to Charlie Brown. Like, there's therapy there. <laughs> like, why are you so mean to him? I've never understood that. I, I, I guess being, like, to a point, you know... Well, for instance, I bought on uh, DVD uh, uh, Charlie Brown... Valentine's... Happy Valentine's Charlie Brown, or whatever it was called. And... Charlie Brown didn't even get a Valentine's. I was like, that is some fucked up shit. And I hate to use that language, but that is, that is that's messed up. I don't care how any, I, like when I was, you know, growing up, if I didn't like somebody, I always gave them your super, some lame, find the lamest Valentine card. And I would give it to that person I didn't like, but at least I gave them something. But, but I, I don't understand like why they were so mean to him. Like the whole rock scene really, even as a child, that really agitated me, even as a child. And I did actually, I finally looked it up and it was a, why they did that to Charlie Brown, because one animator said, no, that's cruel. But the other animator was so adamant about it and he fussed about it that they just gave him his way. So that's why he ended up getting three rocks. I don't even get it. Like, what is the joke there? It, adults are being assholes to a small children, right? Like, and why rocks? Like, as a, I think as a kid, I always thought it was because, like, did they think he was dressed as a rock because he had so many holes all over his sheet? Like, <laughs> oh, how they know I, it was I him tried, though? Yeah, I tried to make sense of it, and I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get why giving him rocks is like, is it supposed to be funny? It's not funny. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even laugh as a child at that, but. Because another question was like, like, how did you know it was Charlie Brown? It could have been anybody underneath there. Because he didn't really say, hi, I'm Charlie Brown ghost or whatever. They just, well, here's a rock. You know, and it's like, you're being being rude to a child. What type of, you should not have children of your own if that's how you're <laughs> going to treat children. And also something I noticed on this watch that I never thought of as a child watching this. Why are they all dressed up as ghosts? Every single one of them is dressed like a ghost, and a couple of them put masks on over their ghost costume. <laughs> Maybe it was the most easiest way to animate back then. Maybe, what, yeah. Because <laughs> you would think they would try to switch it up a bit. Even Pigpen had a dust cloud, so I guess he was the dirty ghost. <laughs> yeah. I do love that scene where he's like, no one's going to know it's me, and they're all immediately like, hi, Pigpen. <laughs> We smelt you coming through the door, my man. <laughs> so, I mean, let, I guess let's talk about the main crux of this story, which is Linus, right? Yep. Charlie Brown's best friend. He believes in a Santa Claus-like figure for Halloween named the Great Pumpkin. And he thinks that if you wait in the best pumpkin patch you can find, the Great Pumpkin will arise and give all the good boys and girls presents. <laughs> 
even though he has no evidence to support this. <laughs> no one's ever received a gift from the Great Pumpkin. I wonder if it's candy corn <laughs> or candy, <laughs> candy pumpkins. <laughs> and something that blew my mind when watching this is there's that scene where he's writing a letter to the Great Pumpkin, like kids write letters to Santa. And about seven different people walk up to him and go, what are you doing? Oh, that's stupid. You're an idiot. Why are, these, why are all these people in his house? There's like seven different kids that walk up to him. Like even, even Snoopy's there. Why did Charlie Brown bring his dog to his friend's house? <laughs> I never understood that either. It's like, everybody, it's like it was a library or something. Like he was in school. But no, it was, it was in his uh, dining room area. Did you notice about, did you notice the scene though? Uh, right as you're talking about when he's writing the letter, everybody's like, you're a jackass. What's wrong with you? When he was walking back out to mail it, did you notice that uh, Lucy was reading a TV guide that had her on the picture of it? Like had her picture on it? Oh, really? No, I didn't look. I didn't see that. Now, if I had that much detail in life, I'd probably be a rich man now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like not only is everyone mean to Charlie Brown in this, but everyone is kind of all mean to each other as well. Like all of these kids are awful. Yeah. Like Lucy, yeah, but... Lucy is horribly mean to Linus, her own little brother. Like, yeah, she's sweet to him at the end. She goes and picks him up from the pumpkin patch. But like <laughs> uh, the rest of the time, she's like, you're an idiot. What do you believe in this? Like you big baby. <laughs> like... Yeah. Like she is like, how does she have friends? That's yeah, she, the day, like she, she treats yeah, everyone like shit. Yes, yes, everybody. I mean, poor Charlie Brown over there. It, well, you talk about talk about shit. You know, uh, we can skip to uh, go back to the first. You know, Charlie Brown over there doing his chores, minding his own business. Linus comes running out and jumping in that pile of leaves. Yeah, and and thinks it's all fun and games. And Charlie Brown's just like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> dude, you want to get this raid? Get that lollipop out of your mouth." Yeah, make him rake that shit back up. Exactly. And then his sister comes comes trotting over and is like, hey, Charlie Brown, you know, I always fuck with you and uh, (laughs) lift this ball when you go to kick it, but I literally have it in writing this time that I can't, it won't have it. It's a legal document. And then, of course, she fucks him over and goes, oh, look at that. It wasn't notarized. It's like, what a bitch. I'm glad you brought that one up because I watched another Charlie Brown movie, I think it was, and they were on all on a football team. And somehow they made um, they made it to the state championships. Lucy was holding that football. And they said, okay, Charlie Brown, come, uh, come and kick the ball, get us some points because, you know, you're the kicker. She kept moving the ball during a football game. <laughs> and they were all pissed at Charlie Brown. I was like, why can't you kick the ball? And I would have said, she kept moving the ball. And they were all pissed at him for not kicking that ball. I forgot what the name of that uh, name of that, that special was or movie. But I was so pissed off. I said, are you kidding me? Like, this is a championship game. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, her evil knows no bounds. Apparently. And there's like, you're you're making us lose the game, Charlie Brown. Poor Charlie Brown. And he, I mean, what does he do wrong? He seems like a, a swell guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> I would be his friend. <laughs> I would be his friend. Like, I wouldn't, like, I would take up for him. Like, man, you're, 
You're a bitch. Shut up, Lucy. <laughs> so yeah, they all go trick or treating. Uh, Snoopy, everyone's favorite. Snoopy, he dresses up as the uh, World War One pilot, and he has that trippy little montage where it's like he's in <laughs> World War One and his doghouse is getting shot up. <laughs> you know, the one thing I love about that is the fact that how they. If you watch it, it's like they're seeing it from his view, but then you see reality, like how how his imagination goes goes oh, goes so wild, and then you'll see how you know it's it's just his imagination, and they really pointed that out in the Peanuts movie, where he's bouncing around, and then Peppermint Patty calls Charlie, said, "Hey, your dog is doing something funny. Why is he doing the blah, blah?" I can't remember what was said, <laughs> but it, it was he was pointing it out. But in Snoopy's mind, he was doing something, and then in reality, he was over there swinging on the Christmas lights, and everybody's like, dude, come get your dog. <laughs> One thing I love, love about this movie is the soundtrack. Now, uh, years ago, I found the soundtrack at Target. Now, you couldn't find this anywhere, and it was on a CD. Could not find this anywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh. This is awesome because, you know, I have the Christmas album. I love, I love the music. And so I ended up buying it. I didn't care. It was like five bucks. It's like, I'll pay five bucks for this. And the soundtrack really matches up to, to the, to the, to the special. And it's the best soundtrack because you can really picture fall. And I don't know because I watched this so many times, like, I can just replay this over and over in my head, but anytime you can listen to it and it just reminds you of fall and the soundtrack's amazing. And now it's on Spotify. Just oh, FYI. Wow. And it's like the, the, the pumpkin was great. Pumpkin was, was like one of the best songs from that whole, whole, whole uh, series, the whole movie. Can you think what it is? But it's, it is, it is. The soundtrack is amazing to me. Yeah, and it's it's the pitch to me. It's like the picture perfect fall soundtrack. Like it'll get you in the mood for you know a hot chocolate and sitting outside next to your fire pit or something. Yeah, yeah. I always love stuff like that. Like anything that helps actually set the tone. Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Because yeah. you can listen to that soundtrack and you can picture this whole special in your head from start to finish. Yeah, something I've always found weird. I, they do it up here. I wonder if they do it around the around the country is they've started the last few years, they'll just play the normal Charlie Brown theme during Christmas time, like on the Christmas stations. <laughs> and it's like, that's not the Christmas song. There's the other Christmas song from the Charlie Brown special. The normal just Peanuts theme is not a Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's, it, I mean, the same, I mean, it's on the same soundtrack for The Great Pumpkin. It's still yeah. there. Yeah. It's in like and every it's episode like, of the show, all the specials. Yeah. It's in all the specials. Do you ever remember being disappointed that you never saw an actual Great Pumpkin? Like, that it, it was all bullshit? Actually, no. No? No, no I was never, because I never believed in the Great Pumpkin. That's true. You know, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like he got a lot of publicity, like Linus said. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, that's his problem, is that he gets less yeah. publicity. Let's hope that's yeah, what I mean, I think, is. you know, we should start that movement, the Great Pumpkin movement, so we yeah. get him more publicity. <laughs> We got to make sure we have the right figure. That'd be nice <laughs> to have a a uh, Funko Pop, <laughs> the Great Pumpkin, well, the great like pumpkin. Come up. And basically, it's just a pumpkin with a smile on his face. <laughs> so yeah, Linus goes to the pumpkin patch all night, and he kind of uh, he talks Sally, Charlie Brown's sister, who's in love with him, 
into staying with him. She she was going to go trick-or-treating, but then she was like, I can't leave my man. But something they always do in all of these specials when those two are alone, which is odd to me, but I guess it's kind of like it's because she's a little girl, is that she is head over heels in love with Linus. She literally gets hearts around her when she sees him. <laughs> and anytime time. they're alone, she's like, don't try to hold my hand or I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You think she would be like grabbing his arm and stuff. <laughs> Usually they always have the boy character be like oblivious and, and right. Out of it. So yeah, I was, I was like, that was a one eighty. <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that um, they're sitting there and it's, and I, I like the artwork, you know, the, 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 I always like the background of that scene because it sets up like it's, it's, it's nighttime, but you don't know what time of day it is. <laughs> it's like, is it 6 o'clock? Is it 7 o'clock at night? You know, you don't know what day it is. Or not, not day, uh, time it is. And the same as, like, even if you watch any other Charlie Brown specials, you don't know what grade they're in. They're all in the same, same grade. Even Sally, and she's the younger sister, but apparently she's in the same, <laughs> yeah, same class. The same, as every, the same yeah. size as everybody else. Another thing I really liked about it is how they had that red sun. Like they really set the tone for a fall day. I love the the, the artwork, the animation, put it that way, when it came to the background scenes. And before I never looked at that, I, I'll be honest, like before it was just a cartoon. It was just entertainment. But as I got older, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm growing up and I hate that, damn it. I want to say But I really love the animation backgrounds. Because uh, it re- really pictures as like this nice fall, Halloween night, day, afternoon. And it just, it, it, to me, it's, it's great animation being from the 60s. Uh, they really set that tone. Yeah. Yeah. The colors like really pop when you do something set in fall. But when it's animated, especially back in the day, they would like, I was thinking of it looking at like their hair and stuff in these. Like, it's so sporadic and weird, but it is definitely, like, on purpose, because their hair always looks the same, mm-hmm. which is crazy that it looks just like a bunch of scribbles. But then they will, like, yeah, like, the pumpkins, even though they're cartoons, they look like pumpkins, and, like, the jack-o'-lantern yeah. they make looks like a jack-o'-lantern. Like, and it just, yeah, it it has the perfect fall feel to it, which I think is what makes it, like, such a, a tradition of a movie to watch every year. Um, and I feel like the Christmas special does the same thing. Like it really sets yep. like a Christmas winter vibe, which is something I always find weird in media. And I noticed this in this too. They clearly live somewhere where winter happens because it's snowing. <laughs> yes. It's snowing in the Christmas special. There, everything, every movie show, anytime people are trick or treating, and you know, people also forget the next day after that is November first. If you're somewhere where it's going to be snowing in the winter, it's going to be cold November 1st already. Like, right. like it starts cooling off. It's probably, I live in New Hampshire. It's probably like 45 degrees out right now. Like, wow. By the time Halloween comes, it's going to be chilly. And all of these kids are just in short sleeve shirts. <laughs> like just walking around. <laughs> it's shorts. But they're used to it. That's what it is. They're used to it. Yeah, and then a month later, they're bundled up in jackets with hats and scarves on. 
I will give uh, Sal. I'll give Sally credit, or uh, not. I'll give Lucy credit. She went out when she went out to get Linus. She bundled up. She wore a jacket and a scarf and hat. Yeah, she did. Yeah, but he was out there shivering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he fell, fell asleep in the pumpkin patch because he refused to give up hope that the the pump the great pumpkin was coming. How did not the how, how the cold did not wake him up? That was always a question of mine. It's like yeah, his teeth are chattering. <laughs> how the hell are you not waking up? You, I, I I mean I've slept you know like in a deep sleep, but you know the cold wakes me up. You know if I get real cold, it's like okay I need to turn off the fan. I know that's a weird thing to say in the South, but you know sometimes it does get cold. So I get up, you know, turn off the fan because it's too cold. I can't sleep. The cold woke me up, but no, he slept right through it. <laughs> He slept right through it. Yeah, poor Linus. But he didn't give up hope. At the end, he's like, not next year. It must have been the pumpkin patch. I'll pick a different pumpkin patch, and, and you'll see. <laughs> um, nothing like nothing like hope. <laughs> yeah, good for him. <laughs> uh, the, fact that he, the fact that he called out Santa and that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ain't got no time for Santa Claus. Something I want to do that I like to do on these reviews once in a while too is the, was the same thing we do on our commentaries, which is the best of the bad, where we read. Usually we read one star reviews, but there are no one star reviews of this movie, so we're going to read two star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is entitled "What Was Charles Schultz Thinking?" I'm sorry, but this has got to be one of the most insane TV cartoons ever made. It's hard to believe that the same people who made a Charlie Brown's Christmas ever came up with this. Great Pumpkin is pointless and just plain stupid. There is no Great Pumpkin. (laughs) When I have to try and explain the nonsensical elements of the cartoon to our seven-year-old who can watch almost anything, including documentaries on the Wright brothers or other historical figures, something's not right. It's unbelievable that this junk is still airing on network TV more than 40 years after it was made. Wow, wow. She, she got some venom for this. Not like you have no sense of humor. And your child, and he's seven. Your child don't have no sense of humor. Why is your I, seven-year-old watching historical documentaries? What the hell? I mean, I understand, like, I want my kids to be intelligent and everything, but they're seven. Let them be a child first. Yeah. I think that's. I think that this was the point of the great pumpkin is it's just children being children. It's the, uh, you know, believing in something that, you know, it's, it's fictional, you know, but it's just letting children have imagination. And apparently your child does not have any imagination. He overwatched documentaries on the Wright brothers. I feel like this is one of, that's one of the most like hateful ones we've read. That That, that is, that's, but I'd, I'm fascinated to know why they gave it a two star over a one star. If you hated it that much, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you hated that much, why comment? <laughs> I want to be heard. There's only one other one. It's uh, entitled "Inappropriate for Modern Times." <laughs> Can't wait to read this. Uh, when I was a child, every year around Christmas time, my family would gather around the old box TV and watch this with nostalgia. I don't know why you'd be doing that at Christmas time. Yeah, that, I was about to ask you what. <laughs> I wonder if they, Christmas. Let me see. I wonder if they read it, uh, left it on the wrong one. I don't see anything about Halloween in here. Screw it. Let's go to three stars. 
First time ever. We're going to three stars. So a Charlie Brown's Christmas came out in 1965. Then it was The Great Pumpkin came out in 1966. And then a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving came out in 1973. I don't even remember Thanksgiving. I only remember. I only think I remember about Thanksgiving is eating. That's what I look for. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, we'll end on this one. Uh, this is one is one stars. It's entitled <laughs> "Poor Role Modeling." Wow! In the first three minutes, Charlie Brown uses the word "stupid" to describe himself and tell a friend that you want, you just want me to kill myself. Um, not for my kids, who are eight, six, and two and a half. We stopped it right there. Life is too short and too full of wonderful things to waste time filling little innocent minds with this classic trash. Wow. <laughs> wow. Are you serious? It, that's what really bothers me about the, the new parents is that you have to tell your kids this is just entertainment. It's not real. It's fictional. Do not imitate it. I mean, it feels like nowadays you have to slap the jackass logo on everything before you play anything. Uh, the the stunts were performed by professional, you know, professionals. Please don't do this at home. But that that's just stupid. It's a football. He's like, you must think I'm stupid, Nuck. I'm gonna fall for that trick. He, that's all he was saying. I call him. Um, go ahead. Your turn. And, and he's not making fun of or or actually being suicidal. He's exactly. Being, he's being euphemistic. You're not going to teach your kids what a euphemism is. Like he's just, he's just venting. He's he's. It's yeah. not. That's not a big deal. It, yeah, it's just saying, hey, I'm not gullible. Just teach yeah. your kids that. Like, don't be gullible. Make sure that shit's notarized. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. that was pretty savvy writing for a children's cartoon. <laughs> I was like, damn, Lucy, you cold as ice. But if you think about it, that's true. If you really think, well, it's not notarized, that should teach you something right there. If you want to get a legal document, you've got to make sure that's that's legitimate and notarized. <laughs> that's a that's a life lesson. Yeah, poor Charlie Brown though. I I feel like everyone I would watch, I would probably feel the same way for Charlie Brown. I wonder if there is like an episode of the Peanuts show or a special where Charlie Brown really has his day. <laughs> like, but they they had a movie. Uh, well, you know the movie, a boy named Charlie Brown. Um, he yeah. actually won the spelling bee. Like he got so far in the spelling. I have no life. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Just talk about it. it's like man. I really need to start watching something different. But like everybody supported him because he was a winner. And then he got so far in the spelling bee, and then you know he he lost, of course, and he came back home. But everybody still cheered him. I think that was the only time that, <laughs> that, that you know, it was like, even though you're lost, welcome back, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one where they go to like summer camp? Right. It's the Great Race, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Or great, race for your life. Race. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They build the raft. I feel like there's a celebration at the end of that, but I'm sure he gets shit on in some way. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They make those <laughs> make those little slide remarks. <laughs> <laughs> There's the other Christmas special that's never considered a Christmas special, which is the one where he gets Snoopy in the first place. Like, I want a puppy for Christmas, Charlie Brown, or something like that. I want a dog for Christmas. It's the, like, origin story of how he got Snoopy. 
I thought it was Linus's brother who wants a I want a dog for Christmas, Charlie Brown. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> you gotta look it up. Looking it up. There's an Arbor Day one. <laughs> uh, it's Christmas again, Charlie Brown. That's one. It came out in 1992. Oh, which one you're talking about? I thought it was I want a dog or something for Charlie Brown. You're right. I want a dog for Christmas, Charlie Brown. Came out in 2003. Oh, really? Is that new? Oh, I feel like the one I watched was older than that. Yeah, Lucy and Linus's little brother rerun. Turn to Snoopy and Spike for holiday cheer. So he's wanting a dog for Christmas. And I'm, I'm looking just the... Uh, the movie I'm thinking of is uh, Snoopy Come Home. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Brown says that he got Snoopy after being bullied by another kid. His parents took him to, took him to a puppy farm to cheer him up. He must have took him to a lot of puppy farms now. <laughs> I feel like he gets stolen in that movie or something. He gets stolen by like a bad kid. But hell yeah, this was fun. Uh, it's always fun to talk about these old. Like I haven't watched this since I was a child. So but did it bring back any memories for you? Like did it like have a nostalgia moment for you? Yeah, I definitely. I still liked it the same. It was, but it was fun noticing all of these things. But yeah, it's still great. I I've always loved Charlie Brown even when I was a kid, and everyone loves Snoopy. And yeah, I'm excited to watch the Christmas one because I haven't seen that probably since the last time I watched this one. So. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, yeah, it made, me, it made me happy to go back and and I still feel this type of way for like Frosty and Rudolph and stuff like that. It's just yeah, you watch them so much as a kid. You watch every single year that it, it's it's something you can never see and not be happy to see it. Right? Yeah, like you want to share it with your you know your kids and like I I told my kids like you know hopefully that when you guys you know have children of your own hopefully you'll share this with them and. You know, keep sharing and, you know, throughout, you know, your grandkids or whatever, you know, long after I'm gone, hopefully you guys are still sharing this type of tradition, you know, with your family. Yeah. Yeah. Me and the kids watched it and it was nice and they liked it. The problem with it now, though, is like we used to have to wait for this to come on. Right. Kids, my kids, like it's hard to have Christmas and Halloween traditions because they'll watch this shit all year long. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'll watch a Christmas movie in July. They don't give a shit if it, it's still on Netflix. You know? I, I okay. I do. I do the same. I did. Well, I did, did the same this year. Like I watched uh, a Christmas Vacation, like back <laughs> in July, June, something like that. I even watched a Christmas Story back in like uh, not too long ago as well. <laughs> and it still makes me laugh. You know? I was thinking about watching The Polar Express. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. I need to, I need to watch Christmas Story. I haven't seen that movie forever, and I used to I used to have it on the TV because it's on twenty four hours on Christmas yep. Day. I used to just keep it on all day. I love that shit. Well, do you hear that they're making a sequel, a true sequel? I was to... going to say, I think they did make a sequel, but no, no not that crap. But the, <laughs> no, it's a true it's a true sequel, and Ralphie's coming back. Like the some of the original casts are coming back. Oh, really? Like, uh, That's cool. Yes. Uh, what's what is his name? Peter Peter. Uh, Billingsley? Yeah, can you say? Billingsley. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's actually coming back as Ralphie. It's supposed to be out this year, matter of fact. Oh, wow. That's cool. I definitely want to see that. I don't know why we're talking about Christmas, but I want to own that. Did you see the trailer for that David Harbour Santa movie? Yes. It looks yes. amazing. I was like, really? <laughs> Apparently, there's a, because a lot of things this year have seemed to go into the, uh, what is it called? 
slasher type. Uh, yeah, but like the properties themselves have gone into like free use, basically. Well, yeah, like uh, I just shared on my Twitter page, The Grinch. Yeah, that's it's what called, I was called say, the yeah. mean one. Yes, I was like, really. And there's a Winnie like, the Pooh slasher movie coming out too. I shake my head at that. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> really? I am here for it. I if it wasn't a dude dressed in a mask of Winnie the Pooh, maybe maybe I'd be interested. But it's like at least try to make it look like a damn bear. <laughs> at least <laughs> I mean I understand it's property of Disney, but shit, like try to make it look like a a, a damn bear. That's some some, some jackass in a mask. Yeah. It's true, but it still looks creepy. We'll have to see. <laughs> but hell yeah, buddy. Thank you so much for doing this. Why don't you tell everyone about your show before you head on out? Tell them where to find you online. Yeah, well, thank you, Josh, again, for having me. It's been a blast. Uh, well, you can find my podcast, Apple, Spot, Spot, I can't even talk, Spotify. <laughs> Uh, you can definitely uh, follow me on Twitter and it's talking underscore shiz uh, Instagram, TikTok uh, have a podpage.com you can follow the show there but you can find me on the majority of the podcast platforms Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon all that fun stuff and if you're looking for something different, something outside the norm because that's you know me, if you like corny corny, <laughs> corny dad jokes, that's me uh, my show is basically just improv you know, I take uh, crazy stories that I find around the around the world, share them, and comment on them. That's it. It's nothing special <laughs> nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> Not like Josh. Josh actually has a cool genre. I don't have one. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> He's also a, a expert Funko Pop collector. Dude, I almost have four hundred. God damn. Yeah. I, 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 my collection has severely slowed down, and I've missed so many good ones. I'm waiting on the She-Hulk. I want that, those. They're not coming out till January, apparently. That pisses me off. But I just bought one, and I, I found it on eBay. It was only like 12 bucks. But uh, I, I'm enjoying House of Dragon, and I bought Damon Targaryen. That's the only that, – he's my only – like Matt Smith's character, like the way he's doing, that's my favorite character of the show. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to honor that character and I'm going to buy this Funko. And I, that's, that's the only one I recently bought because mine has, mine has slowed down too since my wife is uh, – she's 34 weeks, so she's six weeks out from ex, you know delivering our newborn coming soon. So I have to actually start saving money. So yeah. Get ready for it. Kids. Gotta get in the way of I'm, the Funkos. <laughs> I know, because I want I want the Bride of Chucky, uh, and uh, I want the Leprechaun. Even though I'm not, I've never really seen a full a full movie of Leprechaun. The Funko looks amazing. It looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's some out there I would like to have. Uh, matter of fact, I actually I take it back. I did buy one, and uh, I did afterpay. Is all of vendors. Uh, you know the the Hall- uh the Harry Potter scenes or towns whatever. Yeah. And it's Ollivander, and it comes with Ollivander wand shop. Oh. So that's I did. Cool. I, yeah, I did buy that one too because I already have Diagon Alley, and that kind of completes Diagon Alley. Yeah. And then next one would be um that hollow not hollow where they go um where the Honey Dukes is and all that that um. I can't remember now. I'm, I'm a Harry Potter fan, but they actually have those um, 
towns, Harry Potter towns, where it's Honeydukes, it's the Three Broomsticks, or yeah, something like that. But they have those two in the Shrinky, the the Shrieking Hollow, uh, the Shrieking Shack. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you have you have a lot more like those type of. I don't have like a lot of scene ones. I wanted That's to the only ones that I bought. Like, comic book ones that has comic book in the back and the little figure. Yeah, the some of them those are really sweet. Cool. Yeah. The Wolverine looks really sweet. I like the Moon Knight one too. Yeah, there's a Thor one that I almost bought, and the Venom. I, Ven- I really wanted the Venom one, and I saw it in person, and I was like, "This is really hard." <laughs> wow, I would have. I would have bought that Venom. That Venom's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I bought my the, the first uh, 10 inch Funko Pop. Uh, I finally bought one. GameStop gave me a really good deal on it, and it's the 10 inch Stay Puff Burnt Marshmallow Man. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I, uh, since I had the Firehouse and I have Ecto-1 and Funko Land uh, and the Ghostbusters, I kind of figured this is kind of perfect. So that's the only reason I bought it. And that's the only one I've ever bought because <laughs> I don't yeah. like them that big. But that's Stay Puff. He's supposed to be that big anyway. Yeah, I have a couple of 10-inch ones. I think a Mandalorian, Joker, and I can't remember what the other one is. They're all packed up right now, so I can't, can't remember. It's been too long. Oh, God, I have Godzilla. Oh, that's um, cool. You guys sent me a picture of that. Well, you said they're packed up. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it was one of those ones I had. I pre-ordered it like months and months in advance, and then it just never showed up. And it was like, oh, yeah, we canceled that. So then wow. I, on the on the day, I had to rush out and drive all over the place and find it. <laughs> I hate that when you find something you really like, and then you got these assholes that buy twenty of them, and then you go to eBay and amazon and sell them for like 50 bucks a piece yeah it sucks you're ruining it for everybody but yeah <laughs> that was charlie brown <laughs> <laughs> well i have charlie brown funko pop just yep. to it relate counts. to what we we're talking about <laughs> yep, it counts. You know, it sounds like my show is like I talk about one thing that ADD kicks in and then it just <laughs> migrates <laughs> somewhere else <laughs> no, i do it all the time but yeah, but yeah uh, find this show on Twitter, FMBN Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN, the number four and the letter U. Um, until next time, I'm Josh. Oh, I'm CJ. <laughs> Sorry. And I didn't know it's like, dude, you're not supposed to say anything. <laughs> and this is the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends.